Welcome to Season 2, Episode 21, the 51st installment of the Perlo Podcast. Top 10 lists from the South Carolina Low Country. Joining us tonight is Mathis. What's up? Adam. Sean. And I'm your host, Shane. We just did an hour-long warm-up, I guess because we missed each other, and I'm sure you missed our voices too. As I know, this, this episode came a little bit longer than anticipated, but I'll miss you. But Adam, you know, Adam, <laughs> Adam has important things to do, so he could not record last week. So here we are on this wonderful Sunday evening, so you could have this for your work week. Um, our last week of school, thankfully. Never-ending year. Never-ending never year. I feel like you, I need one of those magic dragons from that movie so I can be like, this is just never the never any story. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. That movie sucks. That movie's <laughs> great. First of all, Trey was a hero. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. That movie's yeah, for I, sad people. It is, it is a very sad movie. It's very sad. If you've never listened to us before, I give these gentlemen a topic. They take the topic, create a top 10 list, give it to me, and we reveal it for you, our listeners. Tonight's topic, just in time for Comedy Central movie repeats all summer long top adam sandler rolls would you like a piece of pie <laughs> but but before we talk about grown-ups and blended and all the million movies that he's done and are terrible but he's pretty good at what he does we gotta get into the news first inflation we got our stimmies and now the prices are going higher than ever what are we supposed to do Oh, uh, bury your money uh, in your mattress or in your backyard and wait for it all to collapse. Again, you are paying for this. It's like people who complain about energy prices. Honestly, you were paying this much for gas before the pandemic. Like comparing the pandemic gas prices don't really work. Like, I, Well, I'm is, trying to buy a home. So frankly, I'm rooting for the recession at this point. <laughs> yeah. Again, I'm, I'm actively banking on a housing collapse. Sorry, CC. <laughs> and he's made he's made his money um but no nah, always more money to be made <laughs> again it's it's gonna fluctuate i think this i've always said this presidents get way too much blame and way too much credit for economies there's so many factors that go into it like i mean it's such a global society now and what's funny is people are talking themselves into a recession more than there's actually one like it's the economy's growing by leaps and bounds. It's gonna, it'll all, it'll level off. It always does. Like it's just like everything else is cyclical. It's cyclical and how it works. Um, the economy under center offenses all cyclical, hundred <laughs> percent, and they all work great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I think it's funny though. People talk about like you know nobody wants to work and nobody wants to go to the jobs, and I hear people say that. And the reality is that hiring's up like a thousand percent. It's like something. I the reality is, is nobody. There, there are more jobs available, so it's hard for people to work for no money. Like that's the thing, and you can't say it to people because you know right now they're starting. They're hitting those Fauci emails like a champ, even though nobody's actually reading what it says. Right. Like, all the tinfoil hat people are fully out. Hey. I told you, it came from a lab, even though the thing says it didn't come from a lab, and all the science says it didn't. Because they read that freaking Fox News headline. Hey, all right, real question about emails. I got I gotta shift the topic here. Yeah, bigger porn shows up. Bigger, bigger news story for South Carolina Republicans. Ray Tanner emails or Fauci emails? Ray Tanner. Ray Tanner. I love it. He's like, Oh yeah, uh, must champs our coach, same day. 
email subject coaches. <laughs> Who can we hire? I haven't read the whole uh, piece yet, but um, I've been updated by Chris and Somerville, and uh, I can't wait to finish it. My favorite is the hatred for Jeff Monken. Like, good That's Lord. so ridiculous. Like, one guy's like, I will give you – I'll give you five figures towards the head coach, but you hire that Monken guy to run that stupid offense that wins nine games a year. I will give <laughs> yes, but Also, five figures, the luxurious sum of five figures. <laughs> He would have been such a great hire for that program. Exactly, exactly what the program needs. You know, I'm also gonna... a lot of fans tend to forget like the way they win is being different on offense and playing good defense. The, look at you. You could, Verbal, let's real. The Colonel could make this happen because you know that secret society meeting they have when like all the decisions for the state are made. All he's got to do is stand up and say, I want the beer. If I took the Gamecocks being bad away from you, what would you have with your life? I mean, there's things. There's still – I don't think there are. The Colonel jokes never end. Like, it never stops. I don't think you would have much if I took that away from you. Oh, no, it would be there. 100% it would be. I'd find something. I don't think it would be Huh? I don't think you would. I think without having the Gamecocks to hate, you would have nothing. <laughs> I don't hate. I don't no, hate the Gamecocks. He does have something. He hates baseball. I he do hate baseball. baseball. And I mean, my God, man! Like you know, half the time we don't even know who Newberry's playing, so we can't talk about them. Yeah. I think, look for, here's what we learned today: look, Mathis hates America. Hey, just look for I the W. That. Hey, look at just look for the W in the win column, and then you can all you. Figured out who Newberry's playing. We all Ayo! not there when they play is. UVA wise next year. What about oh. the tunnel screens when they're in all them tunnel screens? <laughs> so many tunnel screens, so many. Although next year that beast they're gonna have running them, it's absolutely possible they could be better at the tunnel screen. I like the it. guy because the guy blocking for it is gonna be pretty good. There but you go. anyway, city shout outs Manning, South Carolina. We appreciate you and your wild dogs. <laughs> they're not wild. They're organized into a union that runs that Walmart parking. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've told that story on here before. It's oh, we have. Stuff. Goshen, Ohio. I um, appreciate you listening in. I'm sure it's probably the best thing about your day. <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin. Appreciate you tuning in. I know this isn't the best thing about your day, but we appreciate you tuning in. And your giant offensive linemen children we appreciate all of all of your giant pe- i work with two guys from wisconsin and they are both over six four it's the viking blood man this is so, that nordic blood in wisconsin is very by rare. the way before i die i'm going to a game at camp randall oh so you can jump around so yeah so i can jump around and get a you know open container at 48 <laughs> Make sure you take like brandy or something to keep yourself warm. Though I would tell you, there's nothing that looks colder than an outdoor Minnesota or Wisconsin game. Like it looks like, oh, this looks terrible. Uh, I had a chance to go to a Vikings game or not a Vikings game, a uh, Packers game a few years ago with my dad, but instead I had to go get my ass kicked by Fort Dorchester in the first round of the playoffs. Well, Dude, speaking of Madison, Wisconsin, Packers. speaking of Madison, Wisconsin being cold, this might be our topic for our next show: twelve-team playoff. Get get a playoff game in Madison, Wisconsin in December. Oh, I like that. Wisconsin hosting, you know, like Florida. Like, how cool would that be? That'd be sick. That's This is the 12-team tw- perfect number. I just wish they would take all the conference champions and play the first two rounds on sites, but I'm not in the room, so my voice doesn't matter. 
<laughs> Last city shout out, Menage Gerais in Brazil. Thank you for tuning in. A lot of Brazil listeners lately. I'm very thankful for that. Notable omissions on our top Adam Sandler roles as we get into the list. Don't mess with the Zohan. No. That movie's awesome. I don't dislike that movie. I know a lot of people do, and it's very stupid. I'm not saying it's a smart film, but like Dave Matthews is in it as a terrorist, which is very yeah, funny. Yeah. And then like he's actually not bad. I'll say he doesn't break character the entire time. He's say yeah. yeah, keep into it. The hacky sack joke gets old after a while. But other than that, man, it's I think I thought it wasn't yeah, a terrible movie. Thanks. No, no, it is better than half the movies that you guys put on your list. Well, At least half. I'm gonna tell you this: that net the Netflix journey he's taken is pretty bad. Like there is not a lot of redeeming value to any of those films. Second notable omission: the Grown Up series. I, I don't like them. I like the first one. I did like the first one. The second one gets a little stupid. The first one, I thought actually they show some range. Um, I thought he does a good job of being the straight man to their to their stuff. Um, that's all he does now. All he is is a straight man. He just sits there. He's like, oh, yeah, basketball's cool. And then <laughs> <laughs> every movie he does now is him just picking a role <laughs> that he wants he's to like, live in his the life. most attractive actress yeah. I can get to right. not be a believable wife of mine. Salma Hayek is now my wife. Yes. Jennifer Aniston, my wife. Yeah. That, that good looking Sports Illustrated model, my wife. Brooklyn Decker. That yeah, was Brooklyn it. Decker. What was yeah. that movie with Brooklyn Decker and, and Jennifer Aniston? Oh, who the just hell knows? Yeah, just go with it. And then, and then he did Blended. Blended was Blended's, Blended's decent. Minus yeah, the I'll part of going to Africa, I being able to afford to go to Africa on a Dick Commander salary. List and I love that. Who? I didn't put 50 First Dates on my list, and I love that damn movie. 50 First Dates. My wife hates it. I think it's a good movie. I, th- I, think, I think that's high point, Adam Sandler, to be honest with you. Like I think, 50 dates, I think I think honestly he puts that and I don't even remember if I put it on my list or not, but like honestly, I think that movie is more main he as far as character driven, I think they actually do a good job in that film of making it an actual movie, not just a long stand-up sketch by Adam Sandler. That's why I think funny people is funny people, I think was the first movie like that. Funny people is mean though. That's one thing funny people has, like it's dark. There's it some is, darkness yeah. to that one. Last notable omission, all of his holiday songs from Saturday Night Live. I, I didn't love Sandler on Saturday. I know people did. I, I did not love Sandler on Saturday Night Live. He had very few good sketches. You know what I mean? Like, Opera Man doesn't make me laugh. It just doesn't. I put one of the sketches that I like on here from – or two. There's two. Yeah, I say you got two. Yeah. But the higher ranked one isn't even him driving it. It's the other actor in it. Uh huh. Did you see the uh, thing they did where they did all the, the the Adam Sandler family reunion on SNL when they did like all the different characters they did, and they were going through and it was like basically him just doing the whole like that whole like not nonsensical talking deal. Like he actually knows those people. It was it wasn't bad. Like again, I just I think as he got richer, he just got less creative. Which is he just got lazier. He's like, I don't have to work anymore. Yeah, and he still makes yeah. still cashes nice nice checks. And plays right. basketball in New York playgrounds. Those are fun videos. He's pretty good. Let's get into it. Top 10 Adam Sandler rolls. Number 10 for Mathis. Real quick. Sean is moderating with his camera on for the first time ever. <laughs> and you can tell he's so disinterested in this topic. 
and just yeah. generally doing the podcasting. Yeah, that, he's definitely thinking about other things. He's like yeah, so because he, because he's the leader of, of this in in his role as the moderator. <laughs> I'm going to take my cues from him, and I am going to be as equally disinterested. <laughs> in, I love okay. that he's thinking. He's thinking. So, how do I run choice out of quads right now? Like all he's he thinking about is like, how quickly can we get this done? Number ten <laughs> for Mathis. Shocker here. Eight crazy nights, Davey. It's a you good love movie. this movie. The movie sucks. He, he's good in it. He's good, man. You had four Scorpion Bowl. Anyway, it's Whitey it's, is a good part of that movie. Yes, he is. And the thing about him in that movie is he grows. He changes the character, and he's got some. You know, his parents died in the film. Spoiler, um, and that's why he's such a like uh, he's so out there, but. It's a good movie. I the hit the voiceover work, man. It's solid. I think he the like I said, it's just it to take it started with the Hanukkah song and they kind of made it into a movie. But I it's a very I think the character is solid and he plays it well. I have no rebuttal because Sean's not interested in me having a rebuttal. Move to the next one. <laughs> remember, remember it's a bad remember movie. colonel we, we do the, he turned the camera off which i think is even better that's very funny yeah i, I believe he's the camera because he knows it's the truth it's not true i'm here to deliver quality content to our he doesn't care look here we're making home, turn it off you're getting our c you're getting our c best right now c's get degrees baby number 10 for adam is number nine for mathis paul crew longest yard uh, you know, he's not even very – I don't even feel like he's acting in that movie. He's just hanging out in pads half the time. Exactly. I love that remake. No, it's, you, he's the second best Paul Crew. First of all, no, I, I'm sure now, I think that movie's better. I no, know people don't believe no, me. It's a better no, movie. It's no, absolutely better. Absolutely it's not. Got a, it's a better story. No. Nope. It's it's a much tighter script. Like, it makes more sense. No. Nope. Like, it's a better film. The whole, um, I, I just enjoy uh, – the the casting in that was really good. Well, LD, I use the term maniacal pillow fight no less than five times a week. Like when he remember doing the note the star the stars or whatever, and he was like, yeah. and Chris Rock, he goes, Hey, he goes, half a star versus superstar. He said, You have a maniacal pillow fight night in the bed. It's so good. Like Chris that Rock was really good in that. Caretaker. Yes, I thought even what's funny, even like non-actors, like I thought Nelly was good in it. I thought Michael Urban was good in it. Like, I mean, even you know Turok or whatever his name is, the gigantic Turkish guy, like the great Ali, dude. That first of all, can you? Uh, Kevin Nash was good in that. Also, Newberry Connection. One of the stuntmen in there was actually from Newberry. Coach me, just putting that out there. Dan Norris, shout out. But uh, hey, shout out to Newberry affiliated people. If you work hard, <laughs> apply the lessons you learn, you too can become a stunt man for an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> and get an interview at SWU. Yes, absolutely. But I saw like the, I remember I, I owned that DVD because I used to show it to my kids at Ridgeland because, you know, nobody really cared about that at that time. Um, you know, that last <laughs> week of school, nobody's doing anything. I showed That's them that this week, movie. baby. Yeah, and I we watched it. Thing the amount of food the kit the caterer had to make for those people, because it was he's like this is not your average film set like because like Bob Sapp's two eighty, and you know the Collie's like three fifty. Goldberg like, in it? Yes, he is. His number well, also is- like uh, you know the can of corn guy is Joey Diaz, who's a big coked up comedian. <laughs> 
and he he does he has like a podcast. He's friends with Joe Rogan, and all he does is talk about being on cocaine while he was filming that movie. I like that Adam hates Joe Rogan, but secretly listens to his podcast all the time. No, because every a hole I'm friends with is like, oh Joe Rogan. Did you listen to Joe Rogan? I'm like, no. I don't like Joe Rogan, but I like the, some of the guests he has. Sure, yeah, man, they're all fine. I like, I, well, not all, like one out of fifteen episodes. I mean, they're all they're all there saying the same stuff, but that's another conversation for a day that you're interested in doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine for Adam, Saturday Night Live, the Hurley, the Hurley boy. Did you like? I I spelled it phonetically for Sean because I knew there would be no way he you didn't could, have to for that one. Shockingly, I, I did. I did. Anywho, the whole premise is, is just Adam Sandler doing his stupid voice. Let me sleep in your bed. I'll make it up for you. And then Chris Farley, who's my favorite, yelling, he's a clean boy. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have to make the bed. <laughs> I've never seen that, but the description makes me now have to go to YouTube. and look. Oh, YouTube. Yeah. The Hurley boy. Oh, that's funny. He's a clean boy. <laughs> Let the boy move in with you. <laughs> Stop playing this cruel game. I know we've done a lot of Chris Farley and such this season, but man, could you, if he was still alive, imagine the he, movies that could have been cranked out with the, Adam Sandler. The finest actor on SNL, period. Yeah, but I was thinking about like Doug Stanhope said, like you say that he would be doing this, but he could be like three rehab stints in and no, do terrible no, films. No matter what was going to happen with Chris Farley, it was going to end tragically. Yeah, like it's kind of like Kurt Cobain. Like, what if he didn't have any more good songs? Like, there are such things who are geniuses early and then they're not. Like, it's a sad thing that they died, but like the reality is, like, you remember them at their uber stardom, but you like Adam Sandler. Think about this. Early, would you think he'd be doing the movies he's doing now when he was when you saw Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore? No. Yeah, like the, again, as they get old, Eddie Murphy's another good example. That he's is a not a example. Better. Eddie. Yeah, like He's a Beverly Hills Cop doesn't lead to Doctor Doolittle, which is one of the better of the late films, or Haunted Mansion. You could have just gone straight to Norbit, buddy. <laughs> I like Norbit actually, but that's of okay. course you do. You can barely read. <laughs> Number eight for both of these men, Airheads. Nice man, Pip, Pip man, Pip is awesome. Airheads. Pip is- Extremely underrated movie. And that'll be played 200 times this summer on Comedy Central at 8 I love Air. Brendan Fraser's excellent in that film also, and so is Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Yep. Yeah, and Joe Montaigne. There's a lot of good people in that movie. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, Adam Sandler in there, when, he, when, he's, when he's having sex with the girl, he gets up and he's holding his, like, hands up to cover himself up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank God. And when you talk about the kid who got hit with a taser and doesn't have pubes, I'm sorry. That is the funniest thing ever. God, so <laughs> that kid got a million bucks. Yeah, but he's got no hair on his balls, man. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's such a good movie. And you're right. It is, it, it is like it, it. Did MTV make that movie? Oh, yeah. And it yeah. bombed, too. You know who else is in that movie? Mr. Chris Farley. And, uh, and, yeah. uh, and, and Ernie, Michael Richards. Ernie Hudson. Do you know who Ernie Hudson is? Oh my God. Ernie Hudson is in that movie. Yeah. Ernie Hudson's in there. Oh my God. That's Airheads, man. It's like the, maybe maybe Airheads is Citizen Kane on an alternate universe. Like it's actually 
Uh, Rob Zombie's in it too. So is the so is the dude. Oh God, the manager guy is Michael McKean. Uh, no. Michael McKean. Milo Jackson. Yeah, no, he's in it. But the guy I see you right two are on Wikipedia, Sean. Yeah, I, no, I'm not. I'm on um, Google looking at the looking at their pictures now. They man, Steve uh, Buscemi looks so different. But the scummy record executive Harold Ramis is also in that movie. But the scummy record executive with like the soul patch is the same guy who's in like uh, all those weird Lifetime movies, like Cabin by the Lake and stuff. Like, I don't watch those. I'm familiar with them. Oh, uh, he's been in a ton of stuff, and I can't think of his name right now. Anyway, but uh, yeah, it's again that movie's excellent. Don't get enough credit, and he's good in it, even though he's the third character. Yeah, I agree with you, and I'm agreeing that's with you. No one can go on to do what he needs to do, and that's number seven for Mathis. We'll see later on Adam's list, obviously. Number seven for Adam. This is a good movie. I've been catching myself leaving this one on the TV lately. Mr. Deeds. Mm. All right. Mr. Mm. Deeds. He is not his normal, like totally psychotic self. This is pre that. This is pre him being a psycho every single movie he's in. And I just like it. He's just nice in that. I feel like in that time frame, there were better Adam Sandler movies. Like it's the story is weak. It's a remake of a Jimmy Stewart movie, but, uh, like, I'm not that. doing a Jimmy Stewart voice. You're trying to goad me into it. Yeah. But like, it's again, I didn't, I saw that movie in the theater. Uh, Totoro is pretty good in it, but like, it's, I didn't. And again, he's playing a weird kind of character. Cause he's like, he's not a psycho, but yet he can be. Cause like that McEnroe scene when he loses his mod over, they make yeah. fun of the greeting card thing. But, uh, you know, it just wasn't my. It's not my favorite Adam Sandler film, but it's not horrible. Like Jack is really that you will put on while you read your phone for two hours. Absolutely perfect description. I will. I will say this though, that movie is a movie that you can tell was supposed to never have like a hard R. Like it's they're definitely trying to play to kind of a teenage audience because like there's like you know there's some other movies he has like he's really going for it. He's not doing it there, but it's not like Jack and Jill bad. Like Jack and Jill is the worst movie he's ever made. What do you but mean like by that. hard R? Uh, you know, I was gonna let it go, Fid. To be perfectly honest with you, like <laughs> let's just fused. Not let's just keep it rolling. Anywho, is, no, is Jack, hold on. What's wor- is Jack and Jill worse than That's My Boy? I mean, seriously, Jack and Jill. No, I, I like That's My Boy actually. Uh, Jack and Jill's terrible. Jack and Jill is why God no longer speaks directly to us. <laughs> no, hey, when I say hard R, Fid, I mean like having like an R rating. Like, you know, okay. I think Happy, okay. Happy Gilmore knows are much more like raunchy, I think, than you would say Mr. Deeds is. I would agree with that, 100%. Deeds, yeah, is, I, Deeds is PG. Yeah, it's definitely PG. Like, it's it's not – it's built more for, like, your family to go watch it versus, like, say, like, you know, you never go with your mom to go watch Happy Gilmore, but you could take her to see Mr. Deeds. Right. Yeah. All right. That's the point. Number six for Adam. Another Saturday Night Live skit. Canteen Boy. Canteen Boy with Alec Baldwin. When I think of Adam Sandler and SNL, I think about Canteen Boy. Canteen Even Boy. He's not the best character in that in that skit. I put Canteen Boy on here. Just if you haven't seen Canteen Boy, go YouTube it right now. You couldn't begin to even think about making that skit today. Absolutely not. Boy Scouts. Absolutely. The premise <laughs> of the Boy Scout Master is trying to molest one of the boys. 
openly. Like, like he is nuzzling his ear. Like that's a thing. Are you hot canteen boy? You're just like, (laughs) you're making me very uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, Before we get in trouble, let's go to Mathis number six. Hotel Transylvania. Nobody's listening anymore because I told them to to get off. Seriously? Hotel Transylvania? First of all, he's good. That's a good movie and he's good in it. Like, it's he's the main character. He's Vlad, man. Like, he actually, like, he's funny. It's a cartoon. It's, it's, he's not acting. It's his voice. It's a voice actor. What's the, I mean, it's again, man. You just, it, it takes a, it's a little deeper mind, man. You're just not there yet. It's okay. It'll I don't have a doctor. You're right. You're not, you're not a doctor. It's 100% <laughs> right. Wait, trust me. Nobody's going to mistake you for one. But, uh, <laughs> My paycheck certainly doesn't. <laughs> nah, man. But I mean, the thing is, like, again, he's got some depth, even though it's a cartoon. Like, you know, the whole idea is that he's trying to protect his daughter um, from the from people. But it's funny. It's got all the characters that are in the Happy Madison uh, universe. Like, oh, you mean his friends that he yeah. they don't have jobs unless he hires them? Uh, guaranteed 100%. roles. Yeah, the, the, exactly. It's all those guys are still in it. Like every single one of those dudes are in those movies. Like Rob Snyder's in those movies. Like, all those guys are the same. The only time um, they did something away from him was when they did Grandma's Boy, which is, by the way, a which he produced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I won't be in it, but I'll produce it. Do y'all like Grandma's Boy? I thought yes. it was great. I thought it was, hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was very funny. First time I saw it, I died laughing. I had to pause. The dude, the dude who plays uh, the dude from Reno Nine One One, who plays the skater. Who's his best friend in Grandma's Boy? I think is so funny in that movie. Nick oh, Swartzen, yes. Who is it's now? Hilarious. Who is now in the Happy Madison universe? Yeah. Yeah, I said. I said. You know, Hotel Transylvania. Say what you want to. It's like Shrek, man. Most money ever made by Eddie Murphy in Shrek. Like those movies, those animated films make so much cash. It's insane. like Hotel Transylvania has four sequels. That's because it's the audience insane. gets bigger crazy man yeah i would agree with that animated movies kill it in the box office because you can extend you can extend the audience because the kids want to see it because it's a cartoon by the way do not take your kids to see sausage party that is a cartoon that your kids cannot see mm -hmm. yeah don't do that (laughs) that one that one will trick you but even though i thought that movie was funny as hell so funny oh so funny but anyways all right good time to take a break Take a pause. Time for you to go get your popcorn, use the bathroom, or make a phone call. We'll be back in a few short seconds. Welcome back to Perlo Podcasts. Top 10 Adam Sandler rolls. Number five for Mathis should be higher. Maybe his best. Number five, Big Daddy. It's not his best movie, but it's a good one. I think it's, again, it's a much more... It's a much more grounded role than the other ones, like because it feels like it could actually. He, it's one of the first times we ever saw him play something that was not over the top, right? Like you can see him being like it's a it's a realistic idea of what could happen, because like you know the whole idea it's a mistaken identity type thing, um, and he does well in it, and he he manages to be both you know really kind of raunchy and but it still you know you see he cares for the kid and at the end you know when he steps up and you know has become really the father to that kid it's a good it's a it shows his range which i think adam Sandler doesn't get enough credit for 
some of his dramatic stuff is good. Like he he could he actually is like an actor, but he well, this kind of sets so, the tone for that. This movie, yeah, and he's just not done. He just doesn't. It doesn't make the money he can make from doing the other stuff. But like you know, I think you see more of that in that movie than a lot of them. It's the only movie I've ever seen John Stewart be an actor in. That's a good point. He was good in it. Yeah, everybody was good in it. It was fine. Yeah, that movie's good. I mean, it's quotable. Think about it. I wipe my own ass. Yeah. How often do you yell, I wipe my own ass, honestly? And hip, hip hop, hip hop anonymous? I mean, you've definitely said that when you see the word hippotamus. No. Uh, I don't know that I've ever used the hip hop. Oh my god! Oh, I don't know that I've ever. High society people must be a Pennsylvania thing. <sighs> number five, up Desert Storm cards. And <laughs> number five for Adam. <laughs> well, I need to go to now. Anger management. <laughs> I do y'all like anger management? No, I did. I, I did not put it on the list because I think he's not the better character in that movie. Yeah, no, I mean obviously it's Nicholson, but I yeah. love it, it. I didn't love it at first, and then I've grown to really like it. Like I think it's because you can tell how uncomfortable he is in the entire. Like he is uncomfortable every single second in that. But that's movie the point. He's supposed it. to be a guy with pent up aggression. Yeah, it's it, it. You're right, and and it's it just wasn't as good as some of the other ones I had. But yes, it's a good movie. And again, the problem is, is Nicholson is again, he's the straight guy in that movie, and Nicholson is the one chewing the scenery. I use the Nicholson gif from that movie more than any reaction gif I have ever used in my life. Oh, well, he's, just like, where, yeah. where he's nodding. Yeah, when he's nodding with yeah. the Heather Graham moment. Yeah, wildebeest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's a. It didn't do. It didn't do well, did it? I don't think it did really. Oh well. no, it probably did horrible. None of them do well, but he still keeps getting paid, so it really doesn't matter to him. Yeah, it's it's funny, man. That's a. I will say this: Nicholson's another one that time has not gotten better in his roles. Like he really like. What are you talking about? Are you t- have you I, never seen um, the Departed? The Departed is what I was thinking of. The he's the I like the Departed as a movie. But I'll be honest, he is chewing the scenery every second of that film. Like he's over, he is. The, if you ever ask what an overactor looks like, Jack Nicholson is like the couple. No, you've been drinking Bono lead water for too long. And you <laughs> what acting looks like. I love that a man from Andrews feels the need to talk about the water here when it's literally the same water that runs through where you're from. Wrong, friend. <laughs> you're, you're big on that right now. It's the same water. Oh, that's because people in Lake Marion don't believe it's the same water that comes to Lake Moultrie. It's okay. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we're separated by a canal. It's all right. No problem. You no, know, it's all the same river. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're all first of all, I'm, you know what? I would bet we don't drink the same water because I'm sure the colonel has like a special like it comes from a glacier in Norway that he has to drink. Like it's in his it's he gets it out. It's like falling off in his refrigerator. Like gets it off there. It's great. Yeah, and every morning I go out and I pour a bottle of it just on the ground because that's one less bottle that people like you couldn't have. <laughs> or do you drink the tears of African orphans? Is that how that works? No, 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 no. <laughs> this is just like special glacier water that can actually just you know bring your hair back. And I choose not to drink it, so you can't have it. Yeah. 
And since and since Sean and since old uh, Sean is uninterested in doing this, that brings us to number four on Mathis's list. No, it does not. Rachel. It brings us to number four on Adam's <laughs> list, a movie that you have not seen yet, Uncut Gems. I have not, and I was supposed to watch this week, and I feel like I've missed out. You know, since Sean isn't it. interested in this, let's just go on ahead and just break some of the rules of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Pete, did you put click on yours? I did not. Can we just talk about click for a minute? That's a terrible you movie. It, you mean, oh, it's a, no, it's not. You mean, it, oh, first of all, it took me twice watching it to realize that it's it's a wonderful life, but like he redid it and then tried to play it off like he didn't. It's a wonderful life with Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, you could change your life. And everybody's like, no. <laughs> you know what the bad part is? I have a Christopher Walken. It's so bad. And I knew yours was going to be better. So I just let you have that. No, I want to hear yours. <laughs> You click the remote and you go <laughs> back in your life. Yours was more Bill Cosby. <laughs> Yours was Bill Cosby is walking. You're like, and you see, Rudy, he, <laughs> they couldn't get it. You see, oh. do you think Christopher Walken does a? Do you think Christopher Walken does a Christopher Walken? I mean. He is Christopher Walken. Don't say, do you think he has like an overly caricatured version of his own voice that he does for people? Like, because it's everybody I know has a version of a Christopher Walken impression. But like, I just wonder like, if Christopher Walken has a Christopher Walken and what that would sound like. And would the world end if he did it? I got hamstered for that. I missed that whole exchange. He, he said something ridiculous. Do you think Christopher no. Walken has a I Christopher said, Walken? What? No. That's, that's what like I saying. said. Does Bill Cosby have a Bill Cosby? I mean, probably now because he's isolation in prison. But. First of all, Bill Cosby's doing his own Bill Cosby to try to keep from getting cornholed in prison right now. That's what's Ooh. happening. Oh, really? We're going to defend that? We're really going to defend Bill Cosby right now? I just That's don't want to talk yeah, about who's it. The, why would we defend Bill Cosby? I just want, I don't want to talk about him. <laughs> I don't want to be a, a podcast known as talking about Bill Cosby in any way. <laughs> well, it's not like this is like a defending bill cosby podcast we're just talking about <laughs> bill cosby the things that make it uncomfortable make me laugh i'm sorry like that of all the things like that's a pretty no-brainer one right there uh, you know what i'm gonna go out on a limb bill cosby's a bad man i'll say it <laughs> yes he is i'm not afraid to bill cosby's an awful person i will take that stand right now you know what? i'll take that stance that's fine <laughs> There's a podcast called like Escaping Bill Cosby or something that you gotta listen to. They're not on our network. We don't plug them. <laughs> Number f- oh, by the way, the Nazi one, pretty good. You gotta listen to it. Day X. Again, we not on our network. We don't plug them. Listen, if it ain't short stories in black history or Dr. Ty and the Colonel, we're not talking about it. Speaking of Dr. Ty and the Colonel, when are we getting another one of those? You'll get an episode when you get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new stating policy on Dr. <laughs> There's so many good things that can be talked about. Just waiting. Hey, and listen, we will talk to each other twice during the week and say we, oh, we, we will call each other on the ride home and have an hour-long discussion that if you recorded it, it would be fine. But instead of doing that, but instead of recording it, we're just like, you know what? I'll just talk to you later, buddy. <laughs> Number four. For Mathis, does anyone care? Is anyone even listening? The wedding. First of all, first of all I missed I, uncut. Hey, I missed uncut gems. Tell me why uncut gems is good. Oh, it's just a good movie. It's, it's totally not at anything Adam Sandler's ever done before. And the movie is just—it gives you so much anxiety. 
I heard like, somebody said it's like a fever dream. Like somebody said, like it's right. like a. So I watched it for the first time with my wife and uh, my buddy and my buddy's girlfriend. And my buddy is an F sixteen fighter pilot, and he was like, I'm, "I've never been this anxious before in my life." And he's flown missions and <laughs> and stuff, and he's like, "I'm immensely anxious right now." Isn't Kevin Garnett in that movie? Yeah, and he does a great job too. Interesting. Yeah, Kevin Garnett does a great job in it. Okay. I mean, what else? Did you want me to talk more about Kevin Garnett? No, I did not. No, I just no. I was waiting on I was waiting on Fit to move forward. We all know he doesn't really want to. He doesn't care. Number four. <laughs> I, I didn't know where you were going with that. Number four <laughs> for Mathis, wedding singer. Do you like wedding singer? Hamster. It's okay. Wedding singer is okay. I don't. I, I'm not stopping the TV to watch it. I think it's a funny. I think it's a good takeoff on the '80s, man. I think they do a good job of like setting it up and parodying all those things. Is the and wedding again, singer. I got. Yeah. I got. Do you, Do you hate the wedding singer? No, I love the wedding singer. I think it's pretty funny, man. I think the whole like the conceit of that movie is when she when she goes. I'm sorry. The things things you could have told me yesterday. I'm sorry. That's a great line. It that is. is it's so good like and the idea of like him get the weddings the irony of a wedding singer getting left at the altar like yeah again it's and and the whole idea of like and i think he did it later with sandy wexler where they basically take a decade and just start like basically all the things that make that decade ridiculous they do it with the 80s and the wedding singer and i think it's a it's a cool movie it's funny it's got a little heart to it again unlike some movies with adam sandler it's got a story like there are times at Adam Sandler movies, there's no storyline. There's a storyline in the Wedding Singer, which I appreciate. That's, That's fair. That's fair. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The wedding okay. Singer is outstanding. Also, uh, my one of my good friends for his brother's birthday did the uh, cameo thing and got uh, John Lovitz. What? Yeah, and got John Lovitz, and I have it pulled up right here. That I will, where he does some lines. And we're going to get Hamster before we get John Lovitz. Hamster before John Lovitz. That sucks. Speaking of John Lovitz, speaking of John Lovitz, my favorite, if we did a John Lovitz podcast, my favorite John Lovitz role is the, uh, the critic on, you know, the late night. Um, yeah. First of all, I found yeah, that I, I, I got hamster wheel, but I got it pulled up. I'll send it to you guys if you want. I think it's funny that you don't. You think the critic is the best John Lovitz character, but made fun of me for saying Hotel Transylvania was one of the better Adam Sandler roles. Well, that's because Put there that ain't out. many good John Lovitz things. There's so many good in person things Adam Sandler's done. John Lovitz in the wedding scene where he does, can a DJ do this and starts doing the shimmy? I'm sorry, that's hilarious. That's so funny. That ain't better than the critic. <laughs> no, critic's good, man. That was a good show. The UN, they played that. That was a that was a well done show. Uh, the critics great, but I keep getting hamstered, so I'm I'm gonna stop talking for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue on. Now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. I'm pretty sure everyone knows what the top three should be for both these gentlemen, except just, Mathis is number three because Mathis went with Rain Over Me. What the you hell was that? That's, that's the one with him and Don Cheadle. Uh, they basically it's it's a dramatic role it's not a comedy he um he it's adam sandler plays a guy whose wife and children died in 9 11 like on the plane. oh i think i remember this yeah and he catch and he and his best he and his uh friend from college 
meet up again like he's on the street and basically they kind of it's a but it's not a comedy but it's like a buddy film he kind of works through it it's very dramatic um named after a pearl jam song but uh it's, it's actually a, a who song oh my bad sorry it covers it Boo pearl jam covered i'm sorry i didn't i only know the pearl jam cover there you go how about you learn something huh I mean, you think I'm sorry? I don't have time. I, you know, I had to actually, you know, do things in my childhood. I didn't get make. What, the what is your doctorate in? What is, what is <laughs> andragogy? Go look it up. Bet you can't define. What, what is that? Is that a made up thing? It <laughs> <laughs> got at University of Southern New Hampshire. Oh yes, the fighting. Yeah. Hey, well, hey, hey, way to offend all the people who go to Southern New Hampshire. We can't use that audience base. Appreciate that. Great job. Well, I mean, you know, that's. I think we have an audience base from that went to the University of Southern yeah. New Hampshire. We don't, we don't have an audience base. I don't know what. <laughs> we have yeah, five a, people who listen to this. We know who all of them are. First of all, they all text us about why we didn't have an episode tonight. Yeah. We all have texts from those people. I mean, when you're when your podcast audience can call and say, "Hey, why haven't you recorded this week?" That's when you're really making it. Imagine being Payne Lindsay. People are waiting uh, for the new Up and Vanish to come out. I can't. It out I, an, I can't because I can't imagine my neck being that small. But it's okay. <laughs> uh, but see, rain over me. It's a good movie. It's worth your time to watch. He's good in it. Again, Sandler can actually do dramatic roles. Don't see Spanglish. It's a terrible film. Terrible awful that's two hours of my life i'll never get back but like other than that he does okay punch drug love also excellent ah, um, i knew you're gonna sl- slip that in there number but, three for adam we'll see later on mathis's list but number two for adam is also number seven for mathis billy madison oh you're an idiot that's it's it belongs in the top five again there's not a lot of story to it but i'm with you I mean, he's a good it's a good character what do you have to go through 12 grades I just don't understand. What do you want from Adam Sandler? I want good storylines. You and you won't be getting them from him ever. <laughs> I do. There's some good ones. I enjoy them. Yeah, Big Daddy. Yeah, Waterboy. All those are all excellent. But uh, yeah, once again, tell me why you like Billy Madison. I like Billy Madison too. It's a good movie. It's very quotable. It's very very quotable. Oh, just the the quotable nature of it, and also. It's one of the few ones where it's not the supporting cast that is like the thing you think about when you think about the movie. It's no, he actually drives that movie. He drives yeah, that. He movie. drives the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, he definitely he definitely drives that movie. He like there's no doubt like that whole like it, it, the beginning you go this is real when he, that penguin shows up. You should be like it's that. too hot out here for penguin. <laughs> Mr. Gilmore, you've been in the sun too long. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, love God. that. The, in fact, that Bradley Whitford's in that film too makes me laugh. The fact that he's the villain, like such a Harvard like guy, <laughs> it's that the whole thing is very funny. Oh God! Norm Macdonald is just himself in that movie. God, he's great. Bring him back, Chris Farley. Man, I'm sorry, Chris Farley really is probably the second best character in that movie. As the bus driver, yep, yep. That Veronica Vaughn. One piece of ass. <laughs> number two for Mathis is number one for Adam. Happy Gilmore. My, my love of Happy Gilmore has been stated on this podcast multiple times. And based on the hamster nature of my internet connection, I'm going to let B talk. Happy Gilmore is an excellent. You know, it's funny. It's one of the films, like you say, what's a comedy that you really need to watch and tell people to watch. You will tell my Happy Gilmore because 
the premise doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense, but it's believable in some ways because you go, oh, that could be a guy that could hit a golf ball like that as a hockey player. Like they, the conceits are built in, but it's good. And then you got like the whole alligator eating the hand thing and he's got a temper issue, you know, and a great villain. I'm sorry. When Shooter McGavin did a tweet when they were t- when they were tweeting back and forth as the characters, as Shooter McGavin, oh yeah, funniest things ever. Yeah, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah, it's just it's so good. It's you know I would say I think to me Happy Gilmore is the film that really puts Adam Sandler on the map. Like it's the one that really makes people take notice of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it wasn't Billy Madison first. Um, yes. I believe so. Yes. yes, yes, yeah. I think Happy. There's definitely an evolution from Billy Madison to Happy Gilmore. That I think you see a difference there. Um, but again, I, it's a great movie and worth anybody's time to watch. I it. I will stop what I'm doing and watch it whenever it comes on. Yeah, I would agree. I would 100%. also argue that between Tiger Woods and Happy Gilmore, it created a new generation of golf fans. Golf generation, absolutely. You could also throw Tin Cup in there for that, you know, 20s age. Oh, my dad is a friggin' huge Tin Cup guy. And he's like, all you need is your seven iron. You, you, <laughs> seven iron, you can hit anything. I will say, Happy Gilmore to me seems like Sandler is trying harder than he does in later movies. Like, he is really try- – again, he drives that movie. Like later movies, Sandler's in, he doesn't always drive, but that movie is driven by him. So like in early episodes, so like let, let, let me make an analogy for you here. Uh, you know, Happy Gilmore is to like season one Sean as like Jack and Jill is to season two Sean. Is that a good analogy? <laughs> <laughs> number three. Number three. Also, Bob Barker saying bitch. Also makes yeah, Happy Gilmore yeah. worth your time. Yeah, we were. I don't. This is so random that this is coming up now. We were talking about this last night. How many women do you think Bob Barker's had in his life? Oh, that's that's a scary topic to think about. Yeah, like Bob Barker is like there. Are, there are prices right groupies. That's a thing. Yes, Bob Barker or Wilt Chamberlain. Who you got? I mean, Will, just because we know the numbers, but... I think Barker will live longer. I think he might be higher. It's possible. But I'm going to say this. Barker, you know, he's he's the sleeper. <laughs> For a man who carried a small microphone a lot of the time, I think he yeah, he did better than most. I will say that. Because, like, he had that weird microphone that was like a tiny... Like, it was like a little tiny, like, little, like, pebble at the end of a stick. Yep. And, of, like, uh, a regular microphone. Have you seen Drew Carey? Their cancel calls are trying to get him right now. What happened to Drew Carey? Uh, he said some bad things about the Indians, Native Americans in the 90s, and it caught up with him. I will say this. You'll ne- you will never kill prices, right? You can't. You I'm can't. not saying that. I'm saying Drew Car- they're coming after Drew Carey now. He said they're some coming. irresponsible stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, get rid of Drew Carey. I don't care. <laughs> as long as you spin that big-ass wheel, I can care less. It's time for Wayne Brady on prices, right? I, sure. Get him. I don't care. Get whoever. No Number three cares. for Adam. Is number one for Mathis. Baba Boucher. Oh, Baba Boucher. Mama said, Mama, for simply putting Mama said into the lexicon, worth the time. Drink at home. Yeah, there you go. I've used that multiple times on this thing. But uh, 
let's be real. Y'all, you so you said mama said you said it before. Like it's a thing. Like that's oh, a, of course, yeah, it's it's a real it's a real like quote machine. You can do it is a real God. How many times has somebody have you been doing something? Somebody says that Some it's gotten to that point where that dude just hate that one. Oh God. It's again, it's a good it's one of the better football movies been made recently, to be honest with you. Um I thought like I said, I, I love Waterboy. That's some high quality H2O. Hey, be real. How many times have you sit been at football uh-huh. practice and taking a sip and said it? A lot. Uh, yeah. my, my hamster keeps hopping off. Let's let's end this misery. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap it up. Yeah, that, do, most, do you even care about the recap? The most notable omission. You don't mess with the Zohan. Number one for Mathis is Bobby Boucher, and number one for Adam. It's Happy Gilmore on our top 10 Adam Sandler rolls. Now you guys know what the best are this summer when all the replays come on Comedy Central. I got hamstered in the recap. (laughs) Hopefully our next episode will come at you next week. Our schedule should be really slowing down. Hopefully our moderator cares next week. (laughs) Warzone update. I like that, that the new character for the Colonel is a guy who is being forced to be on this and is angry that we don't say that you're not taking it as seriously. <laughs> who does? My like, character's that, always been the guy who's angry <laughs> that on here. Like, like, it's like we like we're tying him down and making him do it. Like you will podcast with us. You will do this podcast <laughs> that you choose to be on and enjoy doing. It's like he's got a gun to his head, speaking into a microphone. Like he's like, I got. They're making me do it. Pay the ransom. Pay their ransom. They're they're making me podcast. <laughs> First world problems. Your podcast isn't as interesting as it should be. No, more's on update. I just wish that Sean put effort into it. Oh, uh-huh. are we war zone update? What are we doing? Are we doing the war zone update? Yeah, it's war zone update time. Hey, should oh, we war zone update? Warzone update is that I am crushing you again in the recap is three to one to one. Um, because I own central Asia. Booted. Yeah, I'll tell you this, you've been booted multiple times because you just don't care. You don't even care about the Warzone, man. That's disappointing. <laughs> uh, don't care about the podcast, don't care about Warzone. Like it's just uh you don't have to teach as much as me. <laughs> that is true. Nobody teaches as much as you do. Nobody touches more lives than my man. My <laughs> I missed all that. The hamster again. You want to contact 70? us? Perlo underscore podcast on Twitter or Perlo podcast at gmail.com. And give us feedback on how Sean can improve the quality <laughs> of performance. You, if, you tuning reach, in. if you can't reach him directly, get in touch with one of his 90 students in one period that he has. Big Red Machine, I'll see you Thursday. <laughs> and tune in next week or earlier on the Perlo podcast top 10 list from you the know South what? Carolina we'll, Low we'll Country. Be back on Wednesday. I'm going to go ahead and call my shot right now. <laughs> <laughs>